Welcome. We are so glad you've joined us today. Are you ready for another Bayside Christian Church podcast? Let's get straight into it. He points to not only to have freedom, but to live in it. Number one, confess and declare the areas that God has set you free in. You've got to line up your confession with the Word of God. Confess and declare. Don't keep going over the problems and the needs. Confess and declare who you are in Christ and the areas He set you free in. If you had a spirit of poverty, now you've got generosity, you say, God, thank you for helping me to become generous. Don't keep going back over. If you've struggled with an addiction or a stronghold of fear or alcoholism, don't keep going over it. Now declare who you are in Jesus Christ because your confession needs to match up with what God's Word says about you. Don't let negative thoughts control you. Romans 10, 9 says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised from the dead, you will be saved. For it's with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Sometimes God set us free, but our mouths tie us up because we keep repeating the old negative stuff. We keep, a few feelings come back saying, oh God, that anxiety is back again. No, can you declare freedom in Jesus. Let your profession, your confession match up to what God's done and what His Word says. And let me tell you, if you keep doing that every day, you'll start to walk towards your freedom. You'll walk into your freedom and you'll live in your freedom. And other people will say, what's the key? And you'll learn one of the keys is you just determined to keep facing the right direction and just keep them a new step every day and making sure your mouth lined up with your heart and lined up with God's Word and then you can't help but live in freedom. Sometimes it's that simple, but it's a powerful, powerful truth. Secondly, you need to start each day trusting God's power to help you make the right choices every day. We can make a right choice on Sunday, but by Wednesday we can make wrong choices and we end up going in circles. We end up three steps forward, four steps back, two steps forward, and life becomes a yo-yo. And that is a horrible way to be. God says, hey, make sure you ask Him for wisdom every day. Don't let your feelings deceive you. Feelings are a great gift. Emotions are a great gift to experience love and life, excitement, joy, creativity, fulfillment. But boy, if you let them rule you, life can become a crazy circle that goes round and round. God says, enjoy your feelings, but don't let them control you. Galatians 5.1, we were singing earlier. Let it be clear, the anointed one has set us free, not partially, but completely and wonderfully free. We must always cherish this truth and stubbornly refuse to go back into the bondage of our past. Stubbornly refuse. Sometimes it's not how strong your yes is, it's how strong your no is. Sometimes we, we have a strong yes, but we don't have a strong enough no. When the devil comes, when people come and say, oh, you haven't changed, you said, yes, I have, and no, I'm not going back there. We've got to have a stronger yes and a stronger no for the right reasons. Stubbornly refuse to go back to your past. Stubbornly refuse to be entrapped by the old ways, by the limitations of it. And let me tell you, you will live in greater freedom. Number three, expect continuous and increasing freedom where, where Satan has previously bound you or used you for his purposes. You've got to have an expectation. Hey, I'm not totally free yet, but by God's grace, I'm going to walk into freedom. 
You've got to have an expectation. That's faith. Faith is expectation. Believing the best, not expecting the worst. I meet some people and they just always believe in the worst. I think, why would you? Life's too short. They say, well, it often happens. I say, well, it probably does because you're expecting it. I've learned to expect the best. And people look at my life saying, well, how come you've got this and that? And I said, well, God's grace is sufficient, but I've learned to expect and believe the best. And where I keep believing for is often where I end up. Because that's faith. So expect the best, not the worst. When the worst comes, you'll be in a strong place that you can handle it and keep on moving forward. It won't take you out. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away. They've died. Some of you need to have a funeral and bury the past. You need to get a coffin out and put all that stuff in there and bury it in the backyard. Do whatever you got to do. You sometimes we got to bury the stuff of the past and not let it keep coming up. The devil will lie to you, but you've got to bury it and leave it. It's passed away. Behold, new things have come because spiritual awakening brings a new life. Philippians 3.13 says, I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. I, I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. Number four, remember anything the devil whispers in your ear is a lie. He's the father of lies. He's deceptive, but he lies to us. He lies to you and says, well, you're not really free. You mightn't be totally free yet, but you're on the journey of freedom. If you entertain that for too long, it says, submit to God, resist the devil and he'll flee. Don't keep talking to him. Don't keep talking to him. Walk forward into the freedom that God has given us. John 8, says, When he speaks a lie, there's a devil. He speaks from his own resources, for he's a liar and the father of it. If he tries to convince you that your freedom didn't really happen, it was just in your mind or emotional use your faith shield against him James 4 7 so then surrender to God stand up to the devil and resist him and he will turn and run away from you move your heart closer and closer to God and he will come even closer to you James 4 7 and 8 number five if you want to live in freedom use the name of Jesus you've got to use the name of Jesus You've got to use the name of Jesus. You can't just wait for me as a pastor or someone else. When I was a new Christian, I remember I had to learn to use the name of Jesus. First time I had to, was asked to pray for someone who was manifesting evil spirits at a meeting, I passed said, you get him free. I was in a, just on the leadership team, never done in my life. I thought, well, here we go. So I went out the back and I had to learn to use the name of Jesus. I had to learn that, know the power of the name of Jesus. And you, the only way you do it is by stepping up and doing it. In prayer, you've got to use the name of Jesus. So don't put it as a polite ending um, at the end of a prayer. In the name of Jesus Christ, you've got to speak it with authority. You've got to know in your heart that when you speak in the name of Jesus, things shift. Some, the atmosphere changes. You've got to know that. And you'll only experience it by stepping out and doing it. When you pray for someone else to get set free or healed in the name of Jesus, you've got to know that something's changing. And God wants you to learn the power of the name of Jesus. 
You can be a brand new Christian and you can speak the name of Jesus. Recently, I've been praying with some people who have been in strongholds of darkness. I've said, you've got to speak the name of Jesus. Because at midnight, when the enemy comes knocking on your door, I'm not going to be there. But you are, and Jesus is, so just speak the name of Jesus and the devil must flee. Surrender to God, resist the devil, and he must flee. And when you know that, everything changes. I remember I was, when I was uh, involved with youth ministry many years ago, I wasn't a pastor. I was on the youth leadership team. We had three other guys renting this house with me. I came home one night from a meeting, and as soon as I walked through the door, I could feel the spiritual atmosphere. One of the new guys was in the house. I'd only been saved for a few weeks. And I didn't know that he'd been involved in occult stuff, and his grandmother was a witch. And, and I walked in, and I saw him slumped on the, the uh, chair. I said, are you okay? Because I could feel, I could cut the atmosphere. And I said, are you okay? He says, mate, I'm so glad you're home. He said, for an hour, I've been fighting evil spirits in, the, in this place. I didn't know all these bad I said, what's the story? He says, my grandmother was a witch and I've been involved in some science and I've just surrendered to Jesus a few weeks ago. And he said, it all came back to try and destroy me tonight. When I walked in, I was only a year later, I said, well, that's it. So for the next half hour, I walked around that place and I got him on his feet and said, in Jesus' name, we had to declare freedom over you and over this place. And something shifted over his life, but it shifted in me because I realized I had the authority in Jesus' name. I didn't have to ring the pastor or the evangelist. I had to step up as an 18-year-old and say, in Jesus' name, that's it. No more. You are free in Jesus' name. And I, I had to learn. And you won't learn until you're tested. And we want to play it safe. But let me tell you, the spiritual atmosphere across our city is shifting. There is more and more intense battles of darkness. But the victories are so powerful. And let me tell you, as our church lifts our praise and our worship to another level, as our prayer takes a hold of who we are in Jesus Christ, let me tell you, God's going to send more and more people across your path, in your business, in your neighborhood, in our workplace. They're going to come into church and God's bringing them because He said, this place is a place where they can get free. Your life is a place where you can release them because you've learnt the power of the name of Jesus Christ. And all of us, it's for every believer. It says, those who believe in my name... They shall cast out evil spirits. In my name, they will see the sick healed. In my name, they will see miraculous protection and breakthrough. This is for believers, not for evangelists and pastors. It's for all believers. And that will bring great freedom. When you learn to do that, let me tell you, the devil gives up on you because he knows he can't. He's got no more place. He comes knocking at your door. You say, wrong address, devil. I'm a new creation. I'm a new person. Go and find someone else. And you walk in victory. Use the name of Jesus, Revelation 12, 11. And they overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Romans 8, 1. So now the case is closed. There remains no accusing voice of condemnation against those who are joined in life union with Jesus, the anointed one. Case is closed. No weapon, no condemnation. It's closed. Some of you have got to see the, the book closed on the past. Today, I see even I'm speaking, it's like the book of that chapter's closed and I see the page turning and it's chapter five. It's a new beginning for your life. 
You might have been a Christian for 10 years, but let me tell you, it's a new beginning and you've got to see the past closed. And Lord, we're moving on. We're writing a new chapter. From today on, we're writing a new chapter of freedom, of blessing, of a life, of power in the Holy Spirit. We're writing a new chapter. Let the Holy Spirit write it in your life. The authority of the name of Jesus. The case is closed and we live in freedom. Avoid deliberate sin if you want to live in freedom. 1 John 5.18 We know that whoever is born of God does not sin. But he who has been born of God keeps himself and the wicked one does not touch him. Oh, Jesus. If we don't open the door to sin, we can live in a place of freedom. We all have temptation. We all lose it every now and then. Stuff gets on top of it. But let's deal with it. And if... If stuff happens, if we unavoidably sin, confess it immediately and receive forgiveness and cleansing. This will stop Satan from weighing you down with guilt. One of his favorite schemes. 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. A couple more and we'll wrap it up. Rely on the Holy Spirit to control your life. Your emotions, your desires, your imaginations together with your will by deliberately giving Christ's lordship over them every day. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, 3, 17 says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Hey, where you let the Holy Spirit rule, there's freedom. We've had increasing numbers of people getting filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking in other tongues, the power of God coming, uh, an open heaven, revelation, insights, freedom, the Word of God coming alive in their heart. Let me tell you, we need the power of the Holy Spirit to be a walk in freedom. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. You can't do this freedom walk without the freedom and power of the Holy Spirit. I pray for someone today at the end of the service. They had a tough week. I said, do you know the power of the Holy Spirit? Have you ever spoken in tongues? No. Got my notes. I said, we need to do it right now. 20 seconds later, she's praying in the Spirit and the power of God's over. I said, you can walk in victory this week. I've had numerous people that happening to in recent weeks. Let me tell you, we need the power of the Holy Spirit. And you need to speak in a heavenly language. Respond to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Romans 12.1 says, Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God, to be His sacred living sacrifices, and live in holiness, experience all that he delights His heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Stop imitating the details and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in His eyes. Wow. We're going to stop thinking as the world thinks. We need some of our brains washed by the Word of God. We need a, we need a to total revamp of our thinking processes. Let's think as the Word of God speaks. Ephesians 5 says, Don't get drunk with wine, for that's weak, wickedness corruption and stupidity but be filled with the Holy Spirit and constantly guided by Him. Bible says it's waste or stupidity to try and get drunk on wine to escape whatever's coming. The Spirit of God. Last verse Galatians um, 3 5 says, let me ask you again what does the lavish supply of the Holy Spirit in, you, in your life and the miracles of God's tremendous power have to do with keeping religious laws? 
The Holy Spirit is poured out upon us through the revelation and power of faith, not by keeping the law. We've run out of time tonight. I'll pick it up again another night. Wearing the armor of God, getting the word of God in our hearts. Concentrate your thoughts on the future, not the past. Break wrong friendships and choose positive, clean living friends. That can change your life. Really can. Never give up fighting certain issues. I'll finish on this verse. Ezekiel 36, 26. And I'll give you a new heart. I'll give you new and right desires and put a new spirit within you. I will take away your stony heart of sin and give you a new heart of love. And I will put my spirit within you so that you will obey my laws and do whatever I command. Let's stand in his presence. I want you to, we're going to sing this song again. I want you to thank Jesus for the freedom you have. For the freedom that you have. Maybe tonight, before we finish, there's some areas saying, God, I'd love to be freer in my thinking. I'd love to be freer from the shame and guilt of some of the past. The blood of Jesus can cleanse us. His love can overflow us. Thank you for joining us. The Bayside Christian Church community aims to transform our city and beyond with the life and power of Jesus Christ. If you want to know more or just keep in touch, check us out at www.baysidechristianchurch.com.au or follow us on our social media sites at Bayside Christian Church.